Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sydney Campbell, the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here and listening to me today. Um, so I am a registered nurse and a personal growth coach focused all around holistic wellness, personal development, spirituality, self-love, self-care, and vision setting. So you can really just step into your dream life and the absolute best version of yourself. Um, So the purpose of my podcast and this podcast um, is to inspire and motivate you to take 100% responsibility of living your absolute dream life and being super honest about what that means for you. So I want to thank you so much for being here. I really hope you enjoy the episode. If you do, be sure to tag me on your Instagram story and Facebook, wherever you love to use social media. Let me know what part of the episode you love. And as always, if you have any suggestions for content or anything you would want me to talk about on the podcast, be sure to shoot me a message on Instagram um, and we will go from there because I am always creating content and wanting to create content that you guys want to hear. So let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Thank you so much for all your support. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode 20. Um, today, I'm really excited because I have one of my favorite people on for an interview. Um, so this is Reese. She's going to introduce herself. Hello. Tell us a little bit about her. Tell you a little bit about her because I already know. <laughs> um, so go ahead. Um, so hi, my name is Teresa, um, but I prefer to be called Reese. Um, so yeah, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> mm, maybe, I don't know, like how we met, we could start there. Um, so I am actually originally from Oklahoma. Um, I met my uh, boyfriend online and I ended up moving to Ohio. And so that's kind of how we met. I was like super, super shy and awkward whenever we met, but um <laughs> It it definitely like over time as we started to hang out more, it just got a lot easier. And yeah. like mm-hmm. as you started to get into your whole niche of like wellness and coaching and stuff, that really, really I feel like helped like root Bring our us friendship. Together. So yeah. yeah. So I'm very thankful for it. So me too. And plus our boyfriends. Well, your fiance. You said yeah. boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your fiance yeah, that's and true. my boyfriend yeah. have been best friends for God knows how long. So that's how yeah. obviously we know each other. Um yeah. maybe tell a little bit about how you moved from Ohio to Colorado and that whole journey? Yeah. So even before I moved to Ohio, my family, we always loved traveling to Colorado. Um, And whenever Tyler and I started dating and we moved in together, um, I asked him, even like whenever we first, first started dating, I was like, would you ever be open to moving to Colorado? And he's like, yeah, sure. We would probably just have to like plan a trip out there, but sure. Yeah, probably. And so in May, May 2018, mm-hmm. yeah, we took a trip out there or no, May 2018 or 2019, I don't remember, but anyway, um, yeah. we took a trip out there just, you know, see if you liked it. And we got, we were driving on the highway and it was like parallel to the mountain range. Mm. And it was just like, you got a panoramic view and we didn't even start looking at apartments yet. And he's like, yeah, I can move here. I can live oh. here. <laughs> So know, that's what I'm hoping. Up, yeah, we ended up moving out there <laughs> in July. So love it. So yeah, we love it here. Awesome. We're super, super, super happy here. So love it. 
you want to tell them a little bit about what you do now, where you're headed in terms of So, um, end goal is to start a photography business and possibly start up a YouTube channel. Um, but right now I'm currently working in retail, um, full time, but, um, so yeah, I'm just excited to like really get the ball rolling on my own business and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Love it. I think it'll be fun too to like, I wanted to like kind of share where we're at now. Cause like looking back in a couple of years to hear you mm -hmm. say like, Oh, I'm working retail full time when down the road, yeah. we'll see how things evolve. That's true. But, That's true. I'm excited. You know, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. So the whole reason why I guess, so when I have people on the podcast, just for those of you listening, I like to ask like, especially for an interview, like, what do you feel, you know, your topic would be to talk about recent, I decided on anxiety because we both, are, mm -hmm. you know, struggle with that on yeah. almost a daily basis. And we relate, yes. to, <laughs> we relate on that in a really, <laughs> uh, really like strong way. So that's going to be the uh, topic, I guess, for the rest of this episode. I normally don't plan things as you guys know, and I'm pretty vulnerable and real um, and raw in terms of recording. So mm -hmm. none of this is planned. I just kind of go with it, but um, we can start off kind of just our own uh, stories around anxiety in general, and then like mental health and how we feel on it, and then um, kind of give tips for people who struggle with similar feelings or, you know, are stuck in like that negative mindset or like the fear-based mindset around things. And um, mm -hmm. hopefully by hearing us talk about our story, it can inspire somebody else to start doing something um, to make their mental health a priority. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I, I also hope like if anyone listens to this, like, I feel like anxiety is a lot more like I don't know how to describe it exactly like a lot of people have anxiety and they might not even know it so hopefully this kind of like opens our eyes in that is like oh hey maybe I do have this mm -hmm. and how like other people are dealing with it and how I can deal with it right. so like living in fear and constant anxiety is not normal like mm -hmm. it isn't normal and even though I've lived with it my whole life that doesn't mean it should be normal and I should just go with it. Right. Because realistically, you don't have to live your life in fear. Like you just right. don't. Right. So. I feel like that's a big thing too. Cause I feel the same. Like I feel like, especially like social anxiety for me has always been a thing. And like, even yes. like yes. I still get nervous to like do live sometimes. Cause it still freaks me out. Like mm -hmm. just like things that shouldn't make somebody nervous. Like, and mm -hmm. it's like, even with my whole job interview yesterday, like, yeah, sure. I could be nervous about it and I shouldn't mm -hmm. be nervous about it because now like I have experience, like situations mm -hmm. that we're not supposed to be nervous in. Cause we like, no, there's mm -hmm. no worst case scenario. I like mm -hmm. felt myself shaking yesterday before I went into the interview and I'm like, why am I yeah. like, mm -hmm. and it's like something you can't control. So I think spread like, if you're somebody, like I said, who resonates with what we're talking about and not necessarily it being like a, um, a, like a negative light in any way of saying like oh well you have anxiety so like you, you should fix it this way whatever but just like shedding the light to remind you that like you don't have to feel like that on a daily basis and like right. it isn't necessarily mm -hmm. like the way you're supposed to be living your life like your highest right. truth is not you living anxious right mm -hmm. um so just if you're somebody listening and you resonate um just know that you have people who are here to make you feel a little less crazy because I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes yeah. it can be really hard to get yourself out of that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah. Yeah. And I definitely feel like anxiety, I feel like it steals so much more peace of mind than you think it does. Like 
for example, the, like going in for your job interview, Mm. like you go in there and you're like, you know, I shouldn't be feeling so scared, but like, I mean, it's, it's okay. Like it's normal to be like nervous, but to the point Mm. that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Maybe I should leave. Like Mm -hmm. I can't, like, I just can't, I'm about to have an anxiety attack, Mm -hmm. you know, like things like that. I feel like that's where it becomes like really unhealthy. Right. So Well, and I think a lot of times too with anxiety can be for me at least rooted in like trauma from the past. Yes. Like emotional situations with people or like if you see somebody Mm -hmm. who you've had a bad experience with Mm -hmm. and you get nervous about it, that's always been for me like the biggest thing. Or Mm -hmm. seeing like family members of the people that you've Mm -hmm. had bad experiences with and you're it just brings it back. Oh yeah. It's it's like whole flashbacks and everything. I know. Yeah. I know. And even when you think you've healed from it, it's still like an ongoing journey. And I think that's something with anxiety to remember is like you don't just overcome it. It's like a daily practice of keeping it at bay. You know, Mm -hmm. instead of like even whenever I got past my first like really big hurdle for my anxiety. I, I wanted to say like, I beat it. I totally, I just beat it completely. It's gone forever. Mm-hmm. And that is so not true because it's almost like it puts on a different mask and it re-enters your life mm-hmm. and you don't realize it until it gets out of hand. At least that's how it was for me. And it's right. so irritating because you're like, I thought I deal with this. Mm-hmm. This, I shouldn't be having to go through this all again, you right. know, like, right. But I know. And I feel like a big thing too is like, for me with mine, it's like any negative emotion that I have, my gut is to just like push it down, act like I don't mm-hmm. feel it mm-hmm. and like just keep powering through whether it's like mm-hmm. trying to achieve the next thing or trying to like spend time with people. Like that used to be a big like cover up for me was like the security of being around other people. And it's mm-hmm. like, if we ignore it, and I always say this about like just our issues in general is like, if we just keep ignoring the way that we feel like any feeling, it's just going to get stronger and stronger the more that you ignore it. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think like, yes, it might be uncomfortable to feel it, but instead like taking a look at like, okay, where am I at right now? What do I need? Like, how am yeah. I feeling? And then moving from that place instead of doing it like the way that it should be done. And for people listening to this who also struggle with anxiety, know that like everybody everybody's coping coping mechanisms are different. So what we share Mm -hmm. today might not necessarily like if it's something that you've tried and it doesn't resonate, like you obviously shouldn't, you know, do what feels good. But at the same time, if you're somebody who is like, oh, maybe I am struggling with anxiety and I'm not even realizing it, try the stuff that we talk about and then just play around with what feels good. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, that's a huge thing is like, the whole process for anxiety and depression and things like that for me, it has, I've never known for sure, like which direction to take. Like, I know this is going to help. I know this is going to solve my problem. I know this is going to help me feel less anxious. Mm -hmm. I mean, it took years to really develop a good, like coping method. Mm. And so for me, I've discovered that is, quiet time that is like yoga that is writing writing and reading is a huge one for me because mm-hmm. for me I can like read something that's really good but I almost have to like write it down and repeat it and like think about it yeah and just like let my let my thoughts just kind of go on mm-hmm. about what I just read and that's what really makes it stick for me mm-hmm. um so that's just kind of like what helps me. But yeah. Did you feel like you got to a point like, cause I feel like for me with my journey, like I feel like I had to hit rock bottom for me to start looking for ways to like, you know what I mean? Like find coping oh, yeah. mechanisms. Like I wasn't yeah. grown up taught how to like mm-hmm. meditate or like do yoga. 
Oh, for sure. Um, I think, I can't remember when it was exactly, but it was still whenever I was in Ohio and I had Mm. hit probably like the lowest point of my life, Mm. not only with anxiety, but depression. And I realized that, and I, it's still like, I still don't feel like it wasn't like it was an eating disorder because I, I just, to me, that's just weird. Right. But I wasn't eating. I wasn't taking care of my body the way I, I should be. Mm-hmm. And like whenever I would do extremely hard workouts, I wouldn't eat. I would just like, oh, I'll just have like a super small snack and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's normal to feel like you're about to pass out by the end of it. That's normal. Mm. Um, so just kind of coming to the realization that I needed a lot more help than I ever thought I would need. Mm-hmm. Like that was a big big thing for me. When you were Um, so out of your comfort zone with being away from your family and just having Tyler here, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was really scary for the both of us because, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like crying to him about it and he was just shocked and he was like, you know, this is like, like we were both just like, this isn't going to continue. Like we're Mm -hmm. like change has to happen and I don't want to be like this. Right. So, but yeah. Yeah. What did you, I guess, where did you start um, in terms of like finding coping mechanisms? Like, was it stuff that you knew you loved from like being a kid or did you Mm -hmm. like find from somewhere online or? So I'll kind of start like at the beginning, like where my anxiety started. Like, I can't say, I can't put my finger exactly on the place where I, like, I know where it rooted and where anxiety kind of took over, but Mm -hmm. um, my anxiety... I would say really took off whenever I was like maybe 13 years old. Okay. Um, and so we were homeschooled. So I was always with my parents. I was really close with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I never had like any traumatic experiences. It just kind of like started and it got to the point where if I were to go over to my grandparents' house to stay the night, full on panic attack, crying, like, like super fast breathing. I was hysterical. I did not want to leave. Mm-hmm. I didn't want my parents to leave me. I thought I would get like, they would die in a car accident. I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was just unrealistic thoughts. And I just, I would do anything to keep them from leaving me and, or for them to take them with me. Mm-hmm. And I think because they were so like surprised by how I was acting and they didn't know where it was coming from at the time they were just, they were like, okay, you can come back with us. You can stay with us. You don't have to go to uh, your religious education class because I would even do it in public places. Mm. I would just like lose it. Even Mm -hmm. if it were just for an hour, I would just lose it. And I'd be like, you guys cannot leave me. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, I feel like whenever my anxiety, like I started to realize that my anxiety was getting to a point where I was out of hand was I was sitting at the dinner table mm-hmm. with my family and I was looking around and I was, I was looking at my mom and my dad and you know, they're just eating, minding their own business. And I mm-hmm. thought, what if they, they choked to death on their food? Mm-hmm. And I was getting to the point that I was scared to eat at the dinner table with them. Mm-hmm. And that's where I knew I was like, okay, maybe mom and dad are right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should fix this. Cause they were trying to support me and get me to do these things. And I was convinced I was perfectly fine living at home for the rest of my life. If it meant I didn't have to leave the house in your little, your little bubble. Right. Yeah. 
So, um, so my mom and my dad were really, really big influences of helping me try to find coping methods. And that's where like the daily readings and the journaling came into play. Like my mom's a big reader and journaler. She Mm -hmm. likes, she likes to write all the time. So I think I really picked that up from her and that helped a lot. So over, over the next couple of years, I really got better with it and it started to come like get under control. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it was like, I met Tyler and then I'm willing to move I know, <laughs> a thousand I miles know, away. I know. So it became a That's lot more manageable. So mm-hmm. it's beautiful too, that your mom, you said had those practices in place. Cause I feel yes. like for yes. me coming from like stemming from like where my anxiety started, same thing. I don't feel like I can put like a pinpoint on like the exact time when it started, but I, um, I don't know, like my teenage years, I think for a lot of people, I thought it was normal to have like dark thoughts in your teenage years because it was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, what people say and like, you're going, you know, you're going through all this transition and you're growing up, but like, you're supposed to be having fun when you're that age and like not, you know, having a care in the world. And mine was more so of like, I don't even know if it was more anxiety. It was a, a mix of anxiety and depression, but I was just like, just thinking thoughts about like, you know, who would care about me if I died in a car accident? Mm -hmm. like that sort of a thing not even and Mm -hmm. my little brother is the opposite like he like you said would have panic attacks in public places Mm -hmm. and was like food was what so my grandma passed away when he was eight and that Mm -hmm. started like this whole thing with him of like Mm -hmm. he didn't want to eat he -hmm. didn't want to play sports anymore like Mm -hmm. because we were really close to her and that was like a really hard thing I guess for an eight you know for an eight-year-old to wrap mind around how Mm -hmm. she's here one day and gone the next Mm -hmm. um and that was that was hard to see, I think, as a sibling. And I never thought, and because I've seen something, like a situation, I guess, that was not worse, but I mean, more severe than my own, like anxiety, Mm -hmm. I thought I didn't have it because like, oh, well, I'm not having panic attacks in places or I'm not, which is like what you said, a lot of people don't even realize that they struggle with it. Mm -hmm. But like, um, my... I think growing up with somebody who, growing up with a mother who has anxiety, my grandmother had anxiety. So it's just like this whole train of like worry. Like I can't leave the country without people thinking that I'm going to like fear, you know, hearing the Mm -hmm. fear from my parents that they're afraid something's going to happen to me or getting calls while I'm on vacation about, are you sick? Do you feel okay? Like, and I'm like, yes, I feel okay. So like for me, it's been rewiring like that my like because I, I growing up all I heard was like that fear-based like something bad mm-hmm. is going to happen if I do this mm-hmm. Which, like, of course I'm going to have fear in my adult life you know what I mean mm-hmm. about things right. that are scary and that are unfamiliar because you think worst case scenario so for me I think journaling for me was a big one to like just like honor the way that I was feeling because it was it was very ironic because even though I grew up in a household that was super fear like fear-based and everything I also grew up in a household that whenever I sh- like was having a bad mental day, it was like, oh, you're fine. Mm, like, yeah, you're fi- like, it's, you'll be yeah. fine. You're mm-hmm. not even you're being dramatic, but just like, like if I wasn't feeling well, mentally well enough to go to school or to go to sporting events, which became a huge issue for me, like in my high school years. And then that like manifested into like physical injuries mm-hmm. where I couldn't play or like illness where I couldn't go to school. Like I had mono really bad my junior year. Mm-hmm. And I really think it's because I wasn't like listening to like mental mm-hmm. health is huge. It like, is. Like you can take a mental sick day because right. you don't feel whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
I think that was hard to like just be, and then I like had this weird facade in my head that like I can't honor my emotions because like my parents aren't listening to me when I say like I need a day to stay yeah. home because now those days are becoming more and more yeah. you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah and <sighs> that's a that's a really really tough one mm-hmm. because it makes you feel more isolated I know it makes it feel like you're m- so much more in your head mm. and what you're feeling isn't real because the mm-hmm. those around you don't acknowledge it Right. And, and that makes it like really, really hard. I right. feel like, especially if you are that person that doesn't have a support group, you know, it makes it really hard to decipher like, what am right. I going through? Is it real? Am I right. overreacting? Cause I mean, there's plenty of times that, you know, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times like I'll, I'll get angry at Tyler mm. or something. And in reality, it's me being overly sensitive and choosing to take offense to something that I'm making right. a big deal out of. Right. You know, so there are times where it's like, yes, this is real. And then other times it's like, no, you're right. just, you're just mm. being a handful. Like, calm I, down. Know. <laughs> I know, so. I know, I know. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess the other thing for like, did you, what kind of like reading did you read like fiction when you were like younger? Like what was your, like in the sense of like what helped my anxiety? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was actually like religious daily mm. devotional books So for me, like my parents raised us in the Catholic church. So literally without my, without my religion, I wouldn't be where I am today because with, for me with religion, like, um, because like, how do I put this? So Anxiety for me is a lot of having control Mm. and I wanted 100% control and reality is, is that you can't have that, Mm -hmm. you know? So whenever you're constantly worrying about you having control and then you say, well, you have to put it in God's hands and he's the one in control of your life. That's where it took it for me is that you're right. I don't have control of the situation. I can let it go. Mm -hmm. I don't need to worry about it. It is not. It is not something that I need to hold on tight to. Everything's going to be fine. Life will go on, you know? So that's what really helped me. Um, And then it just helps you to be like less self-centered because Mm -hmm. that's another thing about anxiety is that you become very self-centered. Like, what if this happens to me? What will I do? What will happen to me? What if, you know, this happens or whatever? Right. Um, and it helps you become like think outside the box. Well, what can you do for others? I was gonna say, you know, like by you being in the situation, like at this class or whatever. How you know? How could you make someone else laugh? You know, like just it helps get you outside of that, like that what if and worrying mm. kind of mentality, and it start, mm-hmm. gets you outside of the box and it starts like how can you serve others, basically. Right. So. Yeah, I think that's another thing too in terms of like why I am so adamant about like <clears throat> even like just the community that I have on Instagram and like on Facebook and stuff is like for me when I was in a really dark place like joining communities online of people who could support me when mm-hmm. like who had struggled with things or like sp- like spiritual communities in general like that was like my mm-hmm. that's become my religion like mm-hmm. I my grandpa right. it was weird cuz growing up my my grandpa was is Catholic, Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. My grandma was Jewish. 
Mm-hmm. So it was like, they were, they didn't have like a common ground in terms of religion. So my grandpa right. would go to a church all the time. My mom never felt called to it because she felt like she was pressured to go. So she didn't right. go. Mm-hmm. My dad fell out of his religious practice once he married my mom mm-hmm. because they just believed more on like the spiritual side, but we didn't right. have like, I didn't, I didn't know about prayer. I didn't know about mm-hmm. like anything that was like giving up control, like you said. Right. And right. that's why like, even like my kundalini yoga practice is so, mm-hmm. it's become my religion because now right. that's my way of like okay i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna meditate i'm gonna do the journal prompts i'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to these teachers that i've chosen to like mm-hmm. lead my way mm-hmm. in this way mm-hmm. um and like just help it i don't know it just helps because i i don't have that background of like that faith mm-hmm. and for me like when i have a daughter or when i have kids like that's the one thing that i like that if I don't do anything else, I want Mm -hmm. to instill that into them and Mm -hmm. like, just like teach them in whatever way they want to interpret it. That like, you don't like it's 50, 50, like Mm -hmm. God, universe, source, higher, you know, higher power Mm -hmm. meets you halfway with everything. You don't, Mm -hmm. you cannot physically control everything, but on the same, like at the same time, um, I don't know. I think there's a fine line between saying that, but like if there's something obviously that you want, you have to take action towards it. But again, right. like mm-hmm. in terms of worry and like worrying about like even with my job situation right now is like, I need to just like be in that high vibe energy of like having fun right now. And mm-hmm. then just like right. let it fall into place and trust that I'm where I'm supposed to be right now in this moment. And like, that's it. Instead of being like, oh, well, you know, cause even the conversation we had before this was like, well, well, what if this, like it, mm-hmm. face it when it comes, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and that's a big thing. Yeah. Anxiety is so like living in the future. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're trying to like foresee the future and you're like, well, what if I make the wrong, the wrong decision and you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, where are you now? Like you got to say where your feet are, It's you true. know? I so. know. And even I think honoring like the emotion behind things. Cause if you're in a situation mm-hmm. with like a relationship or a job or like a- any situation in general, and you have any negative emotion that you feel like it's weighing on you, mm-hmm. like to me, that's a clear indication that you need to walk away. Yeah. Regardless mm-hmm. of what like the logical thing is to do. Cause like it wasn't logical or safe for me to quit my job after six mm-hmm. months, but mm-hmm. I was miserable and right. I took the leap and here I am. Like, mm-hmm. so right. I think that's another big thing, but also like, Yes, I think my biggest piece of advice is like, yes, take inspiration from other people's stories mm-hmm. and everything in terms of mental health, but like, no one knows what is right for you except right. for you. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, your family, you, not yeah. your parents, not your significant other. Like, it, mm-hmm. you have to, that's why I think introspection and like taking yeah. time for yeah. morning practice is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to like, you literally have to like schedule time for yourself to learn about yourself. I know. Cause like, I mean, you think like, no, I'm fine. Like, no, I don't need any of this. I don't need Mm -hmm. to do that stuff that, you know, Sydney talks about all the time on our page. Like, I just don't. But like, Mm -hmm. if you are miserable at your job or like something's bringing you like so much stress, like you need to reevaluate. Why do I feel this way? You know, like, is it my job? Is it my mental health? Like Mm -hmm. no one is exempt from mental health struggles. Like nobody, Mm -hmm. it does not discriminate. Like, if you're rich, if you're poor, where you live, like literally work, right? literally nothing. It will like take over your life and it will control your life if you let it. Right. So I think pushing it away. And like I said, like neglecting the way that you feel about things. If you Mm -hmm. just keep saying, no, I'll be fine. Like with me and my job. No, I'll be Mm -hmm. fine. I'll be fine. I can stick it out. 
it'll be fine. Like, yeah, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse until mm-hmm. you listen, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I, yeah. and I do think that like a lot of people would be thinking like, well, but you know, you should be ready for those hard days. You know, you should, mm-hmm. you should tough it out on those hard days. And you're right. Like, yes, you should. Right. But again, you have to like figure out, is it because I'm actually miserable or it's just a tough day? But I feel like if you're really, really passionate about what you do, those tough days are going to remember your why, why am I Mm -hmm. doing this? And then Mm -hmm. you're going to continue. And then, you know, you're, you're just going to be more passionate about what you do. Right. Versus like, you're actually not happy. Right. And I, that's the other thing I was going to say. Hold on. Sorry, Diamond called me. I'm like, I can't, I can't talk to you. (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, but I feel like especially with that is like, like what you said, if you, you like two things with it. One is like, if you're in, if you have a situation with a relationship, for example, where this person's treating you like shit, they're cheating mm-hmm. on you and you're just saying like, oh, it's fine. I love them. I'm supposed to be with them. Cause that's a big thing for people. Oh, yeah. um, and that was like a big, like relationships was like a huge theme in my life of like healing and everything like that. And I think it's important to look at the underlying reason behind why this is happening and is like, ask yourself what your beliefs are about whatever situation is going on. Because if your belief is I don't deserve to be loved, you know, I'm not valuable. I am not qualified enough for my job. I'm never enough. Like I'm not enough in general. It doesn't matter where you're working, who you're with, what you're doing. You're always going to feel that inadequacy. Yeah. So until Mm -hmm. you're able to go within and like do like journaling and personal like personal development books in general are just like have what are what if oh my gosh yes I Mm. like oh my gosh I set them aside for so long and then you sent me one I'm like holy I know I know this is amazing (laughs) like where's this been all my life right I know so that's what I think is important but at the same time like if it's something if it if you have a couple bad days here and there in the like in your job okay fine Mm -hmm. that's a bad day but if Mm -hmm. every day you're leaving and you're crying on your way home from work yeah, change like, needs to happen. Right. Like, either you change it or you hit rock bottom, you know? Right. right. Which, I mean, honestly, I feel like a lot of people are going to end up hitting rock bottom because, you know, you want to you wanna stick it out, you want to make mm-hmm. it work, mm-hmm. or you just don't want change. Right. And once you hit rock bottom, then you're ready for change. You're like, okay, right. something has to go. Like, I need to do something about it. And right. you also learn so much about yourself whenever you hit rock bottom so I was just about to it's actually like a really beautiful thing it, I feel it is a blessing in disguise for sure yep I know so mm. what are your like top tips for people who struggle with anxiety like what advice would you give somebody who mm. is just struggling with um I don't know fear I, for, specifically I feel like fear of the unknown or fear of like what the future is going to hold or feel like they have to control everything like what is your mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, like anxiety and like depression, primarily anxiety, it came in like four stages for me. So it came in realization. So realizing Mm -hmm. that I had a problem, acknowledging that it was real, accepting that it was a part of my life Mm -hmm. and then taking action. So it kind of came in four steps for me, but I guess the biggest thing that I want people with anxiety to realize is that you don't have to live your life in fear, that you can do so much more than you ever thought possible. 
-hmm. and you don't have to be a slave to your own thoughts. Like that is not normal. Right. And you are worth so much more than the dark thoughts in your head mm-hmm. because I'm like, mean, that's I, not you. I feel like people yes. think that that's like their truth and that's like who they are. And yes. it's not. Yeah. And I like, it, it makes me emotional just thinking about it because the girl mm. that lived in Oklahoma thought she would never move away from home. Mm. She would either stay in her parents' house or move to the house next door. Mm-hmm. And that's how she was going to live her life. And she's moved twi- twice across the U.S. And she lives with, you know, her now fiance. You know, like, how crazy is that? Whenever I she know. was convinced she'd never do anything like that. And her best life would be in her parents' home. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is such a lie. And I, like, I've never felt, like, more fulfilled. Like, I'm with my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I live amongst the mountains. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I would never trade any of that. Right. You know, like it's so incredible to live this life and to know that I worked hard to get here. Like that's another rewarding thing is that like I've gotten to experience a lot of anxiety and learn how to work with it. Mm-hmm. So now whenever I do have, like I was telling you earlier, how anxiety will just basically come back with a new mask on. Right. Now I know I, I don't have to slip down the slippery slope of fear. Like, I don't have to let these thoughts take off and control my life and just mm-hmm. ruin my peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I have the tools and I'm going to use them and I will continue to live my life and enjoy it mm-hmm. because it is so upsetting how much, how much fear will happily just take over and ruin. Like, you can have, like, a great routine, stable job, great mm-hmm. hours, but everything will be awful because you're scared you might get kidnapped at work, you know? Right. Like it's, it's unrealistic and you got to remember that all of those thoughts aren't real Mm -hmm. and you have to like, sometimes you like literally have to look at your hands and think, where am I? Mm. I'm in my living room. I have my cup of coffee. It's snowing out. There's mountains there. I could go for a hike. Right. That's it. Right. That is reality. Right. So, and it's like bringing yourself back to like, yeah. That's why I think gratitude is so like powerful too. It's just oh, like yes. rooting in like where yes. like where you are today, what is going on around you. And even thinking back to like how much you've overcome mm-hmm. in terms of like mental health and like getting yourself out of bad situations that don't make you feel mm-hmm. good and things like that. Um, do you have anything specifically that if you feel like your fear is coming on or you feel like it's getting stronger that you do that's different than like your everyday routine? Um, like like an I don't know. So I guess what might be a little bit different, like for example, at work, I was starting Mm -hmm. to have more anxiety at work again, and I didn't understand why. And so for me, like I work full time, so I'm not always able to sit down and journal. So for me, like I've, I've really taken a lot from yoga because it forces you to focus on your breathing and you take Mm. control of your breathing. And whenever I was younger and I had my anxiety attacks, that was, that was something that I lost control of was my breathing. Mm -hmm. So having control of that, like, and also thinking like breathe in, you know, peace of mind, just Mm -hmm. relax Mm -hmm. and then breathe out whatever negative thoughts I'm having, you know, just like breathe in like the good stuff that's going on right now, breathe out all the things I'm freaking out about. Right. So breathing is a big one. And by doing that, you're like physically taking over. 
So, and then once your body is calm, then your, your mind changes. You're like, yes, I am okay. Mm -hmm. My body isn't feeling the stress. It's not in fight or flight mode. Right. And your brain just kind of like, okay, we are safe. Continue. Right. And also just getting distracted. So mm. like getting busy, like how can I serve someone else? Mm -hmm. What can I physically do? Like, oh, they need help moving this, whatever. Right. Like I'm going to go help them. And so you, you get out of that selfish thought process and you get into helping someone else. Right. So, and even like getting out of the house and like doing things, yes. you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like on days mm -hmm. where you don't necessarily have anything going on, but you're like, holy mm -hmm. shit, like going to a coffee shop to do your morning routine or like, yes, you know, going, <laughs> well, maybe not for you going to Target cause you work there. Yeah. No, <laughs> so it's not, not so really much Target. <laughs> it's not as relaxing as it is yeah. for me, but <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No, I know. That's like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing I think for me lately, um, I don't know, writing out like how I'm feeling too. And then like, yes, giving myself like, okay, I'm going to write three pages of anything that's going to come to my head right now mm -hmm. and just writing out. And then I like naturally will write like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm worried yes. about this and like, how is this going to work out? And then I'm like, I keep writing and I'm like, okay, but I'm exactly where I need to be. Like it always yes. turns back into like, yes, mm -hmm. almost like coaching myself back to like, okay, look like, I don't know. I think it's also like a mindset thing of knowing that we don't have to have everything figured out right now. And that's not yes. like the, the purpose of life is not to be like at that end destination. Cause like, mm -hmm. that's like a facade that we have. Like, it's like an illusion that we're, Oh, well, yeah. when we get here, we're going to be happy or like, yeah, when we get here. Everything's going to be okay. Like for right. you know, that could be moving or your new job. And it's like, what, what's good about today? Like what's, mm -hmm. what can you do today to enjoy it with the people that you love? And like, put your right. phone away. Like stop. That's like a big thing for you. Right yes. Now, right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I so agree. That's another thing I feel like with anxiety with like, I don't know. Cause if you're always having notifications pop up or if you're scrolling mm -hmm. or if you're like you're, and then you see people who are doing other things and you think, Oh, like, well, I'm just sitting at home today and these people are traveling yeah. or this person just moved or this yeah. person's getting married because mm -hmm. you see the highlight reel of everything on oh, social yeah. media mm -hmm. so it's For like sure. you need to remove I yeah. think that's another aspect like at nighttime I put my phone away I put it on mm -hmm. the nightstand across from my bed mm -hmm. like and I try to be without it as much as possible oh yeah granted mm -hmm. one of my jobs is on social media so that's hard because I'm like trying right. to do both but it's yeah. like setting I don't know being intentional about like the boundaries with that but also in the morning yeah. like not going to it right away. Yes. That is a big one for me. Like yeah. starting your day, like how you start your day is very important. So if you're mm -hmm. like, I see, I don't know if you've seen it, but like on YouTube, they'll have like my, my morning routine. The first mm -hmm. thing they do when they get like out of bed phone. is scroll on social media. And to me, social media, it can kind of be compared with like the news. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, the news, it gives a lot of people anxiety. It makes people anxious. Same right. thing for social media. Right. It might be focusing on like, again, like what you said, a highlight reel of someone else's mm -hmm. life. So you kind of compare yourself. You're kind of like, I wish I looked like this person. Right. I should be doing that. I should have that. Right. So you're starting your, your day off in the wrong headspace. Mm -hmm. So that's why I try to avoid my phone. Like I have like a, like a timer already set on my phone where I can't get on my on social media. And that's my number one thing is I will waste mm -hmm. time on social media. Right. So by putting a lock on that and then saying, I will sit down, do my daily devotional and I will journal because it mm. starts your day off with gratitude. 
Mm-hmm. And then you're able to go through your day with a good mindset of I'm grateful. I love that I have this routine. Right. I love that I live here. You know, I love my job, whatever. So. Right. And also like, I think setting up your to-do list to be aligned with like you and what you want to do that day instead of like that subconscious, mm. like, yes. um, yeah. influence of other people and how they're like spending their morning. Cause like, mm-hmm. just because people follow me on social media and see that I work out every morning, doesn't mean that that has to be right thing doesn't mean right. that and especially I think too because I go through like waves of especially with like exercise like high intensity exercise when I'm feeling especially anxious is not gonna work drinking mm-hmm. pre-workout on the days where I feel especially anxious is not gonna work like no. it just makes mm-hmm. it worse um like worse than coffee makes me feel honestly even mm-hmm. though it is like you know it doesn't make me jittery but it just gets me like I don't yeah. know like I need Tense. to know right like, yeah right so like yeah. I don't know. That's, it's just little things like that. And I also feel like in the morning I've been like trying to do my, read my personal development first thing in the morning. So that that's like the first thing that's going into my mind before I can really think about anything else. And then like Mm -hmm. moving on through my day, it's like, I set up the day in a really beautiful light of like, I don't know, like reading about bettering myself and just getting peace of mind from authors that are spreading the message of like living, you know, a more peaceful life and a more mindful life of like, um, like the, I'm reading, uh, it's called Joy Seeker by Shannon Kaiser right now. And it's like mm-hmm. so good. Like, it's like walking through how she went from being super anxious and super overwhelmed to like, mm-hmm. she like, now she works, you know, on her own time where she yeah. wants like, it, and it's not even cause for me, I feel like I link like my career and what I'm going to be doing long-term and like my long-term goals with my life with like mm-hmm. happiness. And it's like mm-hmm. taking, taking a breath and like just focusing on like, enjoying today and enjoying mm-hmm. where I'm at and being right and that for me it's like just being present with the people I'm with yes. like getting yeah. off my phone yeah doing something that has nothing to do with work or mm-hmm. with school to just yeah. like chill like yeah like I don't freedom, know freedom freedom can literally start right now right you know it, it's not I'll be happy whenever I get this job I'll be happy whenever I make this money it's like it can start right now you right. can start looking for what is good now right and yeah. So I feel like it's also like for me lately, I've been feeling called to do more things that I like to do as a kid. So like, yes. paint, like painting yes. more and like coloring more and like doing things like going outside when the weather's nice, mm-hmm. like for me. Um, and just things that aren't like, just stop taking life so damn seriously, Yeah, you know, and like, just go yeah. enjoy with the people you have. And like, I don't know, that's been one thing like with, um, my job at the hospital this last couple of weeks, I had a lot of people who were on hospice who were like at mm-hmm. the end of life or had just mm-hmm. been diagnosed with cancer. And it was mm-hmm. just like very sad, but also mm-hmm. very, it made me emotional to the point of like, okay, like I, for me, I know in my career, I know I'm meant to be doing something in person because I need that in-person connection to remember like that we're human and like yeah. the beauty. Cause like social media, sure. I love running my business online, but I also love doing one-on-one calls with people and I love connecting right. with people in person like because that's like the hu- the human side of things you know what right. I mean right um but I think like it was just eye-opening for me to see like at the end of their life they're like I want my people like all they care about is their family mm-hmm. and like that's it like they just yes. want their people to be you yeah know, mm-hmm. yeah to that's... be okay without them you yeah. know yeah it's crazy to see like Cause I, there were these two girls that were in target the other day 
Mm. And they were, I guess they must have been doing a live video, but they're like, you know, they're like, like, I don't know. How to, I don't know. They were like really souping it up for their audience or whatever. Mm. And they were like, oh yeah, we're hot shit. And you know, we're, we're mm. making a mess in the store and we're like dancing around and we're like taking their selfies and things like that. And I'm like, right. at the end of the day, do all those followers, all those comments, all those likes, does that matter? Because at the end of the day, you're standing in front of a target worker. Right. And I, I, I literally could care less, mm. you know, and it's just like, where in my life do I think that social media is just like so important? You know, like, right. I don't know, totally right. off topic, but <laughs> no, I know, but I agree. But. Cause that's the thing. And I think like, if it wasn't for like, if you're somebody who obviously runs like a business online where you're serving yes. people, that's one thing that's yeah. beautiful. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I also think on the other side, especially with like the kids that are growing up right now and just the mm-hmm. way that society is like so social it's, media focused yes. and so superficial and like mm-hmm. no wonder these kids have poor like self-confidence because they're seeing yeah. mm-hmm. like it, it's just so. It's, it's like very, very self-centered. Right. And I feel like that, that can spark a lot of anxiety. I know. Because I mean, if you're constantly thinking this picture needs more likes this needs this, mm. you know, like I have to reach this standard. I feel like it's, I don't know, social media is not a great thing for kids to be doing. I mean, right. I was out, whenever I was a kid, I was outside playing tag and climbing mm-hmm. trees. Like that right. was my life. I loved it. <laughs> and like, I could not imagine having social media at that age. Right. right. So I know, I know. That's the other thing too. I think that we can take away as adults is like not <clears throat> knowing that like we don't need a certain amount of money in our bank account or a certain amount of friends in our life or a certain Mm -hmm. job or a certain degree for us to like all of a sudden be valuable. Cause that was something that I had to remind myself yesterday going into the job interview was like, I like I'm enough regardless if this job works out or not. Like this job is not my, is not like, yes, I don't know. And when we can go about things in a way of feeling fulfilled and feeling whole in who we Mm -hmm. are. And like, again, going back to like faith or some sort of spiritual practice to just like Mm -hmm. center in to like, yeah. I mean, like, just like the calmness that you feel, Mm -hmm. you know, after you do yoga in the morning and you're like, whatever happens, happens. Like, we'll face it Mm -hmm. as it comes. Not like, oh my God, if this doesn't work out, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, You have any last thoughts I could talk forever? Um, no, not, not really. I touched base on everything that I wanted to, but thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's been a lot of fun. Before we hop off, I want to do a little breathing exercise with you and then with everybody listening. So (laughs) rub your palms together. For those of you that are listening, put them at the center of your chest, close your eyes, take a big deep breath in, hold and exhale. We'll do two more big breath in hold and exhale and one more biggest breath you've taken all day hold and exhale keeping your eyes closed you can put your hands on your lap I just want you to think of one thing that you're grateful for right now in this moment And I just want you to remember that no matter where you are in life, no matter what's going on at this exact time, no matter what perceived struggles are going on, you are exactly where you need to be. You're always taken care of. 
You're always supported. You have exactly what you need right now within yourself. So stop looking for it in other people, in external factors. And just remember that no matter, like I said, no matter where you're at right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. So just release that control to the universe, to God, source, higher power. And just open yourself up to divine guidance for the rest of the day as to what next step needs to be taken for you. And just tap into that energy of fun and happiness and love and just gratitude for the people in your life right now. And just move for the rest through the rest of the day from that space. So one more big breath in. And exhale. And you can open your eyes. I normally like to start like that, but I wanted to end. So yeah, I love well, that. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, Appreciate thank you it. so much. We'll have I, to do I another have a lot one. Yes. Good. See, okay. it wasn't as nerve as nerve wracking as we thought. <laughs> yeah, it took me a minute to get into it, but it's okay. <laughs> that's you did okay. a good job. <laughs> thank you. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, yes. And we will talk to you soon. Hi, my loves. Before I let you go, I wanted to take a second and let you know about what I have coming up. Um, I'm wanting to be more intentional about ending our episodes like this so I can keep you guys in the loop um, because sometimes I just kind of forget to talk about it. So I'm just, you know, 2020 new year, new me. Um, But so what I have coming up next, um, starting on March 1st of this year, I'm going to be offering my high vibe wellness and self-love boot camp. So this is a boot camp and course um, style program. So you're going to be getting an accountability group with me. Um, You're going to be getting access to all of my wellness and fitness resources. If that's something that feels called to you, Um, you're going to be getting access also to a 12 week um, email course sent directly to your email from me. So this is for anybody who is uh, struggling with making time for yourself a priority. Um, You're looking to find balance with a busy schedule. You're wanting to feel good in your own skin again. Um, You're wanting to live a more active lifestyle. You're wanting to better yourself in all shapes and forms. Um, You're wanting to tap into what an aligned career feels like for you so that you can live a more fulfilled life. You want to learn more about attracting the right people into your life. You want to learn more about anxiety and stress relief. Um, We're going to talk about setting boundaries, tapping into your intuition. We're going to talk about intuitive eating and getting rid of the diet mentality. Um, We're going to focus on spirituality. We're going to get over your limiting beliefs of what if and the fear of disappointing others in your life um, by following your heart which can be really hard, but this is here to support and guide you. Um, This is for anybody who feels like they're lacking motivation, like they know that they have big goals, but they just can't find the motivation to do it. Um, For people who struggle with identifying with your past. So if there's things that's happened in your past that you feel shameful about or you haven't forgiven yet, this course is going to be really focusing on the healing process so that you can get into a higher state of being. Um, We're going to talk about limiting beliefs. We're going to be talking about our emotional state and why that's so important to take care of and to nurture. Um, We're going to talk about consistency. We're going to be talking about (laughs) balancing our mental health, decluttering our environment, um, tapping into high vibe financial um, habits, talking about self-care, talking about our relationship with ourself and our connection to our intuition and so much more. Like that's just to to give you a spiel about <laughs> what it's going to look like. So um, for this, like I said, it's going to be 12 weeks worth of um, a course sent directly to your email. So it's going to be video lectures and workbooks every week sent to your 
um, email with like all of the topics that I just talked about broken down week by week with tangible tools. Um, I'm going to riff off about these topics and just give you my advice from a very channeled place. Like this whole program has been really, like I've been feeling very divinely guided to offer. Um, I also, like I said, we will have an accountability group. So that will be on my tracker app. Um, We'll be checking in with our workouts. We'll be checking in with our superfoods and how we're feeling on a daily basis to keep track. Um, And then, like I said, all of you can, if you are interested. And if you're looking to switch up your workouts, um, looking to add superfoods to your diet, this is going to be also an opportunity for you to jump on board with that if that feels called. So with that, I know that's a lot and it's very long-winded and it's going to be amazing. Like I'm just so excited for you guys to get your hands on this and to join us. Um, the community that we're building is just more and more beautiful every time and hearing your guys' transformations and how much like these topics are helping you and how refreshing they are to you is why I do what I do. Um, so pricing wise, if you are interested in getting my workout programs, my meal plans for, uh, for inspiration, all of the fitness and wellness resources that I use in addition to the course and the accountability group, um, it will cost $160 for the course, which is like so cheap compared to things that I have paid for courses that I've paid for, like that's cheaper than I've paid for 12 months of a gym membership or a yoga membership. Um, And then if you're interested in it, but you just want to do the course, so you just want emails sent to your inbox and, um, the, you know, with just the course material, you're not looking for new workouts. You're not looking for the accountability group. Um, but you just want the course, um, that will be $111. So 160 for everything or 111 for just the course, which again, like investing in yourself is always going to be the best investment that you could ever make. Um, and I know that it can be scary, but it's like, you got to just take a breath and just remind yourself like that if you don't show up for yourself, no one else is going to. And if nothing changes, nothing changes. So babe, if this feels aligned and you're feeling ready, please, please, please come and join us. This is your, this is your sign to join. Um, I would love to have you. I'd love to hold space for you. I'd love to be, um, a catalyst on your healing journey. And I just know that that divine power and light is within all of us. So if you're feeling called and this like feels good to you, I will leave the application in the show notes. So just go ahead, fill out the application, and I will be in touch via email within 24 to 48 hours to get you all set up and good to go. And the course will launch March 1st. So I'm super excited. I will see you there. All right, my loves, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you again for listening and supporting Sydney Campbell, the podcast. It means the absolute world to me. Um, Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts and give it a five-star rating. Give us a review of what you love about the podcast. Um, I love seeing your feedback, and it just means the absolute world to me. So... Be sure to do that. Come join us over on the Facebook page, our free Facebook support group community where I post different prompts. Um, And it's really just a place of like-minded people to connect and to spread love and support each other and to just hold space for each other. So I would love it if you would join us over there. Um, As well as I have our March 2020 wellness high vibe wellness and self-love boot camp that starts March 1st. Um, So if you're looking to 
Start your wellness journey, start your self-love journey, start to make time for yourself a priority for the first time or again, you're looking for new workouts, you're looking to learn how to eat intuitively rather than ditch, like rather than eating following a diet plan or feeling like you have to count calories. Um, If you are new to taking care of yourself in a way that feels good to you instead of focusing on calories burned and the weight on the scale and you want to just focus on wellness in a way that is holistic and feels amazing and adds value to your life and you're looking for an accountability group that will last you a lifetime, um, please, please, please fill out the application. I would absolutely love to have you in this beautiful community. We start March 1st. um, And then lastly, I have um, actually a couple more things. First is if you are interested in doing a one-on-one coaching call with me, on the podcast. We will record it prior and then the uh, recording will be posted as a podcast episode. I have my openings right now um, for February. So the episode, the coaching call interview episode for January has already been been done. The spot has been filled. But if you're interested in doing a one-on-one coaching call with me, if there's something that you've been struggling with that you feel like you just want a little bit of extra guidance around, um, I would absolutely love to hold space for you and to be that person for you. So there's also an application that I will post. Um, All of these links will be in the show notes, but there will be an application that you can fill out. um, And then I will be in touch via email regarding that. So the February one-on-one coaching call, the free one-on-one coaching call, um, the spot for February is now open. So if you're feeling called, if you've been thinking about it, please apply um, and we can be in touch. And then lastly, I have coming up um, my very... My very own wellness coaching mentorship program. So starting April 1st, I will be mentoring three to five coaches, um, three to five people who are interested and love, who are passionate at um, in wellness and self-love. They're passionate about taking care of themselves. They're passionate about doing health and fitness in a way that feels good to them. Um, and they're passionate about spreading the message of self-love and taking care of you rather than working out because you feel ashamed of your body or you're punishing your body or you're restricting yourself of foods, etc. So if you are somebody who feels called to share your message and this this message is unique to you based on your journey. So if you feel like you have something that you would love to share with the world or that you think could really help impact other people, much like how I did when I started my journey, um, I knew that I wasn't alone and I knew that I just had a calling to share what I share and I had a calling to share and coach based off of my own experience with to people and to coach people who struggle with things that I once struggled with. So if you are feeling called to that, you would like to join a coaching team with me, which I it's going to be absolutely epic in 2020. I just, there's so much energy around it for me and so much excitement around it for me because I'm so ready to mentor coaches, mentor people um, for not only to run, to run their own wellness boot camps and to run their own coaching mentorships at some point, but to just gain more confidence and to develop stronger connections with other people based on things that they are passionate about, um, but also just to help you build a long-form content creation because that's the biggest thing I think that the biggest missing piece right now um, in wellness coaching is that you're not allowing your space. A lot of coaches don't allow themselves to share in long form. So you're seeing an Instagram post or an Instagram story, which is great, but I really want to teach my coaches how to take it to the next level. Things like a blog, a YouTube channel, a podcast, etc. So creating one for yourself based on your own journey and starting this journey for you. So 
if you are interested in that, like I said, spots are very limited. I only have three to five spots open. We start April 1st, but go ahead over to the link in my show notes. It's also on my website. My website, Sid Aaron, S-Y-D, I'm lying. It's not Sid Aaron. That's a lot of my usernames. Um, it's Sid Campbell Wellness, S-Y-D-C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L, and then wellness.com. Um, but I put all the applications there as well for the Facebook community, for the one-on-one calls, for my boot camp, for the coaching mentorship. So if you're interested in the coaching mentorship, I will be in touch via email. Just go ahead and fill out the application. Um, and like I said, I will be in touch. And if you have any questions, obviously let me know, but I hope that you loved today's episode. Thank you so much, so much, so much, so much from the bottom of my heart for just supporting the work that I do and for letting me do something that I'm so freaking passionate about. It means the world to me. Um, and I hope that you are loving everything that's coming out. So I love you guys to the moon and back. I hope you have a beautiful day. Um, and I will talk to you soon.